friends and foes. Welcome to Brushwork Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott, and today I'm procrastinating on painting and making a podcast recording instead, because some days it'd be like that, you know? <laughs> I want to talk about commissions today. <laughs> and right now I have a commission and it's on my wall and I've started it. It's got like a nice background going on and the central shapes are working out. But honestly, I just don't feel like painting it. Commissions are tricky. You know, sometimes they are the bread and butter of my art business. I make the most money off of them. They make up probably 60 to 80% of the money I make every year. And I really like having them. I like doing them. I like the whole process of getting someone to, you know, marketing to them and then convincing them that, oh yeah, my art is super cool and you should have it on your wall. You know that whole thing? And then they come to me and they're like, oh, I like your abstract art and I want some painting that's kind of blue or maybe purple. And I want it to have the feeling of serendipity or the feeling of saying no to my ex or the feeling of, you know, committing to my lifelong partner. And then having me, the artist, paint it. And I like that feeling. But today, and also yesterday, and also the day before, I have not felt like painting. And every time I look at the painting, I just feel like, oh, I guess I'll do literally anything else, like record a podcast. Have you been there? <laughs> I don't know when I title this podcast, because normally I come up with the title first before I record anything, but oh my gosh, I just had to talk about it. So commissions. Commissions are fun. Basically, how I go throughout getting a commission is I first will think, okay, do I have time for a commission? And also, do I need a commission? Usually it's category B, but I will plan out how many commissions I can do in a year and how many I can do per month. And I, and I open them up in like batches. So right now I have three spots open for the holiday commissions. Right now it's the it's October of 2022. If I'm gonna paint something for someone, have it dried and photographed and delivered to them by say Christmas time, it has to be done by the last week of November so I can mail it out, you know? And commissions are great. So this October I was like, okay, I can do three. And right now I have two of those spots filled up. One is a very large one and one is also large, but half the size. And I think they'll take me approximately 50 hours to complete in total. I love it. It's super fun. But then I also have my other paintings, you know, things I have up at art shows, at coffee shops, etc. on my website. And those I feel like go by faster and I don't have to like tie myself to <laughs> whoever is commissioning their ideas. I don't have to tie myself to their ideas. And they're, they're nice and they're fun and they're exciting. However, getting paid up front for a commission, it keeps me going. It keeps the art business going. So commissions. My process is this. First, I've got my timetable, right? Let's say it takes me two weeks to paint something. And then it takes a week and a half to two weeks to dry, depending on the season. And then I get it photographed. And then I wrap it up and I send it off to my person, to my client. And that's, that's the gist of it. But when you go back to the very beginning, after I've been like, okay, I've got three spots, I, uh, I market it on Instagram and on my mailing list, which is where I get most of my commissions from. It's amazing. Get, a, get yourself a mailing list. I'm very serious. It, it saves lives. <laughs> There's something juicy. We're going to go on a tangent here. This whole episode is a tangent from my real life, but whatever. Having a mailing list is like, when someone's like, I want to give you my email 
so you can tell me about your product or service. That's so good. It's gold. It's amazing. And I want to do it all the time. I send them an email and I'm like, hey, I've got three spots open for winter. And they're like, oh, yes, finally, Stephanie's commissions are open again. And then they send me an email and they're like, I want a painting. And then they email me back and they're like, do I fill out a form? What do I do? And I'm like, let me direct you to this handy dandy page I have on my website that tells you about the whole process of having a commission. Basically, I say, I make art for homes and offices, because that's what I do. I do a lot of artwork for conference rooms and also people's private homes. It's very fun. And then I say, first we talk about what you want, right? We talk about the design. We talk about emotions. We talk about characters, if they want a painting based off a character. We talk about colors. We talk about size. And then we talk about the price and the budget. I do all my painting commissions based on size for pricing. I do it per square inch. So it's a, it's a bit of a sliding scale. It starts at $150. It goes up based on that per square inch. And it's it's a very good system. And I think it's fair, which is nice. So my client will come up to me and they're like, hey, I want a painting. And for example, this is one I have recently that I actually haven't finished yet. Maybe it'll be finished by the time this podcast episode comes out. My friend was like, hey, I bought a painting from you a couple of years ago. It's these purples, it's these creams. It's based off of the character Nyx from the game Hades. I love her character design. If you play that game and you loved it, leave a, leave a little heart, purple heart emoji for me in the comments. <laughs> And they wanted one, a painting, another painting that matched in size. So they were like, I want another 30 by 30 inch painting. I want it on wood panel. So it mirrors the other one because I'm gonna have the two paintings on either side of a doorway. And I'm like, rad, this is awesome. So then they told me, they were like, there's this character I like, whose name is Akira. And I'm like, I don't know this character, but I'm gonna look them up later. And then they sent me pictures of the character's color scheme. They showed me a couple of like images that like really encaptured the character from the TV show they're in. And then they sent me this long description about, okay, I like these colors, but not these colors. I like gold, but not silver. I like this and that. And I'm like, wow, this is so detailed. Now, normally my commissioners don't give me that much information. In fact, one commission that I really loved, um, not because it didn't have enough information, but because <laughs> the painting turned out so well, was they were like, I like the color blue. <laughs> and that was it. I was like, do you have a size you want? And they were like, um, you know, medium, I guess. And you know, whenever someone says medium, I never know what they mean. And so I have to like, I walk through them through this system that I have all my clients do where I'm like, okay, I need you to take four post-it notes and you're going to put it on your wall. And whenever you get to a size you like, you're going to tell me what the measurements are. You're going you're to like just expand and contrast the post-it notes until it looks good. <laughs> and then I'll tell you the average canvas size that I can, you know, ready order. So it keeps the cost down. I can make custom panels and things like that, but it gets more expensive. So I try to do something standard, like an 18 by 24 or a 30 by 30 or, you know, so on and so forth. And then um, I give them the price. You know, once they agree to it, I'm like, great, you can either pay me half now or pay me in full now. And then I send them an invoice and we hash that out. And then I'm like, okay, I will be done with this painting in approximately four to five weeks from when I have been paid. And that's the, that's the process. I've used this process with some tweaks and little changes for the last seven years. I've been doing this full time and it's worked very well. I like having 
a web page that says exactly what you get, says what I do, says the process and how to contact me and blah, blah, blah. I also have some photos up there that have examples of other commissions I've done, plus their prompts next to it, which it's very useful for when other people want to, you know, contact me and ask me for a painting. And then I, uh, I get to work. I always plan my commissions around the other things I've got going on. So right now I have four shows happening in a row. My tea house show is just about to wrap up. I've got two more this winter, and then a big one in the spring, and I'm fitting the commissions around the other work. Sometimes my clients will come to me and they'll be like, I don't really have a deadline for this, which is beautiful <laughs> because I can put things in priority of time rather than just making the clients happy. I think the longest I ever worked on a painting was three and a half months. I tried to keep it a month or under from payment to delivery date um, and just work quite quickly. One thing I make sure to have on my commissions page is a statement that says I own the copyright for the image and then I get to use the image in printed materials. So if I want to make prints or tote bags or whatever, I can use that image still and continue to make money off of the work I've done. I always say that people can use the image for their personal use, which means like they can use it as their phone background or they can, you know, take a picture of their, let's say the painting is hanging in the living room. They can take a picture of their living room and post it on the internet and that's fine. Um, but they can't say, you know, go get a picture taken, a super high resolution of the painting and then use that for promotional material. That's something I own and not them. And everyone's understood that. I've never had a problem. I love commissions. I try to have 15 to 20 of them every year. This year is less because I have more art shows. The stability of it is a little bit tricky. I try to have a really consistent flow of commissions, but it, it comes in waves. I get more commissions for offices in the summer and the springtime. And I tend to get commissions for people's homes in the wintertime, usually around the holidays, because people like to give them as gifts. They're very cool gifts. One pro tip is if you're trying to market your commissions, I would say that they're like heirlooms, like a modern heirloom, because you're making something that's gonna last a long time. And the, the kind of gift is, it's it's super personal. Whenever someone gives me art, I, I almost never give it away after. Like I, I'm always gonna keep it. It's kind of intense and I think it's a super thoughtful gift. And I, I love that the weight and the significance of the commission. And I wanna talk about common problems that I have with commissions. Um, these things happen every once in a while, not super frequently, but enough that I am glad to have experience with them and I can approach them in a professional manner. Uh, the first is someone wants an alteration on a painting. When I was first doing commission work, I said, you know, I'll, I'll change the painting as much as you want because I want the client to be happy. And I still do want the client to be happy. But there's this one commission I had where I was hired to paint um, a landscape and the person had given me some great reference photos, um, very classically done landscape. And she was like, I like these colors and I like these photos and these are some examples I like. And I was like, great, got it. I have a very clear plan of what I should do. And then I made the painting exactly like her references. But what I didn't realize is that her references were imperfect for what she wanted. And so she comes back to me after I'm like, here's your painting. I hope you like it. And she's like, I need you to change the colors a bit. They're not quite as saturated as I wanted them to be. Can you do that? Just, can you just change this one little part of it? And I was like, mm. 
if you've ever looked at a landscape painting, the the atmosphere is really important. The the kind of like overall tone the the painting has, it has to match. So say you're changing like the color of one part of the grass, if you up the saturation too much, everything else is going to look wrong. So I, I couldn't have changed just one thing. I had to change the entire painting and I did. I repainted the whole thing and she loved it, but it took me twice the time. So now I don't do landscape paintings anymore, but when I do abstract paintings, I allow one small revision per painting. And sometimes it's like, hey, this one little triangle of color you made was like way too dark. Can you lighten it up? That's usually not a problem. And usually I agree with the commissioner of what they wanted and, and the change they wanted. Uh, one time I had them ask me, oh, you know, I see you've been doing gold on some of your other paintings. Could you add gold to this one? And for that, I say yes, but it has an upcharge because gold is expensive. So the lesson there is put into the either the page that you're writing your commission info that people have to read before, you know, they pay you. <laughs> Make sure you write a, uh, something on the page that says, hey, I allow one revision or maybe two revisions, one small change um, per painting, and then the painting's done. Another problem that I've had, this has happened twice to me, where... Someone will be like, Stephanie, I like your paintings. I'm going to hire you to paint this painting for me. And the person who wanted, who did this to me first was, uh, she wanted a painting based on the feeling of like sisterly love, <laughs> which I think is a fun concept. I have a sister and I understood that well. And so she's like, I like these purpley colors. And she was like, this is what I got, and here's my reference, and this is, I like this style that you do, and I was like, great. And um, my mistake was I didn't demand payment up front. So you can already see where this is going to go, where I just immediately got started on the painting. It's a little 18 by 24, and I was working on it, and I was sending her picture updates, and she's like, oh, I'm so excited. Now, mind you, I did negotiate the price with her beforehand, Um I was like, hey, it's going to be, I think it was like $450 or something like that. I was like, it's going to be $450 and uh, you can just pay me afterwards. And she's like, okay, okay. So so I, I make her the painting and it's painted and it's done and it's drying. And I'm like, hey, um, okay, so your painting's done. I can deliver it to you. I can meet up with you somewhere because she was local to where I was living. And um, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry to do this, but I can't pay for the painting. And I was like, but you hired me to paint it. She's like, I, I'm so sorry. She just kept apologizing over and over again. And then eventually just like ghosted me. And so I had made her this custom piece that I was later unable to sell. And so the lesson there was either demand full payment up front or at least a deposit of half and make it non-refundable. Make the first like half of whatever deposit you pay, it's going to be non-refundable. So it can cover the cost of your materials. I made this mistake again. It was it was a couple years later, and I had asked for a deposit, but I hadn't made it non-refundable. And so someone came up to me and he was like, I want a painting for my office. And so I, you know, got the deposit and I was like, okay, great. And I started to work and it was a big painting. And then afterwards he's like, <laughs> what did he say? He was like, he didn't like the painting I had made for him, which was unfortunate. And he wouldn't accept the painting and he asked for his money back. And I was like, no, you owe me money. 
Why is money the death of all creativity? This almost put me off of paintings for good because I was so, I was like, I had been sending him like updates and he had been like acting like he liked it. People are funny. So I ended up giving him his money back and I kept the painting. That one I was able to sell to somebody else, which is nice, but I I was like, all right, non-refundable deposits or you pay fully up front. Be, the lesson here is to be very clear about what you're providing what the finances of it are and you know be be so clear make sure it's in writing not just be like you're talking to someone you say this like it's written down somewhere and they've agreed to it having contracts is really handy um one thing i learned in art school which i appreciate is that when you're writing up a contract with someone for a commission you should have a clause that says what happens to the partially finished or unfinished work if you happen to die before finishing it because that's messy and it makes it easier on other people. So in my in my little clauses, I say, if I have started your painting um, and something happens to me, uh, then you have the opportunity of having the painting if you've paid at least 50% of it. If I have not started the painting, then you get your money back. So that's that's mine. It's, it's weird to like write that out because you're like, I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so that's that's one thing that's a little caveat. If you like more books and like references on artist contracts, I recommend Art Slash Work. This book is really great. I've learned quite a bit from it. I think you'll enjoy it. Plus it's like neon yellow. It's very fun. <laughs> Those are the main two like problems that I've ever had with commissions. I've had some other little ones here and there, but nothing that I couldn't fix easily. Um... I, I try to always make it right with the, the client. If they don't like something I've made for them, I, I always try to go the extra mile because I, I want them to like it. And I also want them com to come back in a couple years and maybe get another painting for me, right? So try try to do a lot of good customer service with your clients. So some things I like to do after the commission has been paid for, it's been painted, and it's been completed and delivered to the client, I always, always ask them to send me a picture of the painting that I've made for them up in their space. And then I share that photo that they send to me with my email list. I share it on Instagram. It's called social proof. It's proof that you've made something and that you're a real deal. You're not just a scam out there to get someone's money, you know? Um, and I, I find that whenever I post these social proof photos, photos of people's houses, of offices or whatever, even if they're not great photos, it builds trust with my audience online, with my collectors, and that's a great thing to have. I will also give them a discount for the next time they want to commission me, usually about 10%. I'm like, if you've bought a painting from me before, I'm going to give you a discount on the next one. Um, and that keeps them coming back. I also will give out a discount if anyone gives me a referral. If they're like, hey, Stephanie makes paintings and I think you would like them, then that person buys a painting for me, I will give that person a discount. And that's that's just little things I do to like keep the, the wheel turning, you know? I've been trying to think of ways to improve my commission process. And I feel like the next logical step is on branding. I'm trying to think of ways that because I make really big paintings, wrapping them up is kind of a pain. <laughs> but I want to have a way where, you know, I have a really nice thank you card, handwritten. I have stickers. I have some sort of like little gift to give the client. And that's next on my list. 
I think if you're constantly trying to improve the process, especially if it's your like bread and butter item <laughs> for your business, it's a really good mindset to keep going. I want to know about your commission process. Do you paint things for other people and get paid for it or make things? I want to know about your Etsy shops. I want to know about how you do it selling online. What is your process like? And what would you like to change about it if you could? Send me a DM. I, I love to chat about these things and they're really interesting. <laughs> all right. That's all for today, friends and foes. Thanks for listening to my 21 minute distraction from painting. I'm going to actually go pick up a brush now. Make a choices, everyone, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.